0: Hello everyone, welcome to a special episode of the Pro Bono Happy Hour. I'm David Lipscomb, Director of Strategic Communications for PBI. While we won't be discussing our Super Bowl 50 analysis, we will be talking about a big event coming up that we are pretty sure you'll want to attend. That event of course is the 2016 PBI Annual Conference on March 23rd to 25th in Washington, D.C. If you're planning on attending, you'll want to register right away because our regular registration rates expire on February 10th. Visit www.probonoinst.org conference for more information and to register. If you're on the fence about coming to the conference, our own Rena Glazer and Eva Richardson are sure to help make that decision a bit easier with their 2016 PBI annual conference preview. Rina and Eva recently sat down to talk about what's new at the conference this year, what cutting edge issues you can learn about, and our networking events. We hope you're comfortable wherever you may be, whether that's mid-commute, on your lunch break, working at your desk, or perhaps perusing the PBI annual conference agenda, and we hope you enjoy the episode.
1: Thanks for joining us today on the Pro Bono Happy Hour. Um, I'm Eva Richardson, and I'm joined by Rena Glazer. Hi. And today we'll be giving you a a preview of the conference. Um, So the PBI annual conference is quickly approaching. It'll be March 23rd through 25th uh, at the Capitol Hilton in Washington, DC. And we're super excited here. Um, One note is that the rate change is quickly approaching on February 10th. So please get your registrations in before then, and then um, you'll get the regular registration rate why pay more exactly and um yeah so we're just gonna go over some highlights of what's new what's um staying the same what we're excited about um yeah i feel a little bit like this is if you were a parent and you were trying to pick
2: among your children right which child do you love more but i love them
1: all equally exactly there's too much to cover of course we
2: love all of our sessions equally and we're not playing favorites or anything like that. Right, we're just right. picking some highlights. Yep. Um, one big picture context for our chat today, our, our PSA, um, is that we're gonna focus on programming on Thursday and Friday of the conference. So this will be programming that is open to all of our attendees. That is, attendees from law firms, from in-house corporate legal departments and from public interest and legal services organizations. So that's why today we've chosen to focus on these parts of the conference. And we don't, we used to pick themes for the conference and we we sort of stopped doing that. We just use our general PBI tagline, right? Helping you fulfill the promise of pro bono. But if I was gonna have sort of a a shadow theme, an off-the-record theme for this year's conference, or the way I like to look at what we've done—I um, think it's encapsulated in the in the phrase "tradition and change." I think we've tried to keep things the same and honor tradition mm-hmm. and the things that people love about coming to the conference year after year. There's a certain comfort in um, knowing what you're doing and having a certain pattern and right. in, in all of our same favorites, like going to you know the restaurant that you love again and again mm-hmm. and ordering your favorites, but also honoring change because we don't want things to get stale. There are always new developments and new opportunities, and I think we've tried hard this year to strike the balance Mm -hmm. between tradition and change. Um, We like to think of the conference as offering something for everyone. So if we look at programming on a spectrum, one end of the spectrum are conceptual sessions Mm -hmm. that are very brainstormy, abstract, 30,000-foot view of what's going on in access to justice and and pro bono. The other end of that spectrum, which very special friend of the podcast, Jonathan Baum, talked about in his episode, are nuts and bolts sessions. Very action-oriented, practical, chock-a-block full of takeaways. Mm -hmm. And we have both ends of those spectrum available in our programming this year. Um, The other spectrum that I think we try to honor is programming for those who are new to the conference or new to the pro bono community. So first timers, new in their position, really climbing the on-ramp Of the pro bono community. And the other end of the spectrum are, again, actually people like Jonathan who've been in their positions for quite some time, are quite senior, are quite veteran and experienced, and they need New programming, advanced programming, and sophisticated issues that really offer professional development for them and where they are in their careers and running relatively mature pro bono programs. And I think Mm -hmm. we've tried to straddle the fence, right, and offer both ends of the spectrum. Um, So one of the things, one other sort of polarity that I thought i would mention is is a lot, most of the conference is really peer-driven, right? Right, where we have peers talking to peers, people in the pro bono community sharing candidly their struggles, their successes, mm-hmm. and working together to help each other. It's a very collaborative environment, and there's a lot of um, discussion group format, round table format, highly interactive, everyone bringing things to the table. One end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum, I think, is a recognition that there are certain issues where we need experts. (laughs) It's nice to have a peer-to-peer chat, but there are certain areas where we really need people who are sophisticated, knowledgeable, and bring a certain level of expertise to the discussion. And we've really tried to, where appropriate, bring in people who have sophisticated
1: subject marriott area expertise. So I think that's uh, an exciting development. Mm -hmm. More so this year than ever, I feel like. It's really exciting. Yeah. So let's talk, even
2: maybe about one of the areas that I think really models and embodies the idea of tradition and Mm -hmm. change. And this is something that you have led and put a tremendous amount of energy and work into, and that's the expo. So maybe you could tell listeners, like, what is the expo and what's different about it this year?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. The expo, um, it's great. It's it's kind of a chance for a attendees to come and meet representatives from uh, public interest groups and legal aid groups and and they can learn about different cutting edge pro bono opportunities and how Pro bono lawyers can get involved. Um, and it's a great networking opportunity. And there's always tons of relationships and partnerships that form um, as a direct result of the expo. And we're, we're always excited to hear about those. Um, yeah,
2: well, let's maybe tell you about yeah. one. And you could check out more about it on our blog, the yes. P-B-I-E-Y-E, right? <laughs> Pro bono as we see it, get it? Like, you know, an yes. awesome play on words. <laughs> and we have written about examples, mm-hmm. right, of the matchmaking that's exactly. gone on. And do you want to Tell us maybe about the TILDEF example? Yes, exactly. Yeah, so
1: TILDEF has um, hosted a table on their name change project in the past, um, and it's where they help um, those who are um, transgender or trying to get a name change uh, kind of go through the legal process and navigate that process of achieving a name change. And... Cheryl Naja from Alston and Bird kind of hooked up with Michael Silverman, um, who was the executive director of TILDEF, through the expo. And they started a name change project in Atlanta, um, or they are starting one. And then they also, he worked with Heidi Nasco of Dykema Gossett, and they started one in uh, Michigan. So so it's been kind of taken off, and it's, it's really great to see that. So we've wrote about it on the blog. You can check out more there. But, yeah, so it's... Um, it's a wonderful uh, part of the conference every year, um, and this year we're excited because it's going to be taking somewhat of a new format, and um, it's going to encourage table hopping and be a little more freeform, um, and we hope that you'll get to just to have more networking opportunities out of it as a result and be able to visit more tables and kind of get greater exposure to groups. So. Yeah,
2: so for people who have been before, you may remember that the expo used to be at lunchtime, yeah. um, which was a great time to do it but it was a little constricting because you were sitting at a table you were eating lunch you were trying to talk there was sort of spinach in your teeth and it was very hard to move around because you didn't want to go maybe for dessert sit at a different table and then you're sitting at someone's like dirty lunch place setting right it it was a little inhibiting in terms of motion Mm -hmm. right and covering a lot of territory so now the expo is going to be near the end End of the day from four o'clock to five fifteen. Yep. And- And less seated tables, more walking and mingling. Right. So you can do both. You could go long. You could find a table um, with a host who runs an organization that you're particularly interested in, or issues that you want to chat about, or maybe they're doing something in a community, and Mm -hmm. you want to know who's doing that work in your community. Whatever questions you might want to answer, you could go long, you could go deep, or you could cover a lot of territory and visit more tables.
1: Yeah, either way, yeah. Yeah, so we're, we're excited. We've got tons of groups this year. We're up to around 25 different groups, so more coming in, but yeah.
2: <laughs> so stay tuned and yes. again, watch the PBI if you exactly. want more information. We'll I'm have sure updates we'll, there. Yeah. We'll have updates on the blog. Yeah, fantastic. What else would you like to talk about?
1: Well, as always, our, our pro bono and practice sessions are kind of a huge highlight of the conference. Um, there's We usually do around three or four pro bono and practice sessions on Thursday every year, um, and they're kind of geared towards bringing together the law firm in-house and public interest attendees around a specific topical issue, um, so they kind of go, go through the developments, opportunities, and what's new in that issue, and how to get involved.
2: Yeah. So this is if we think back to our spectrum, mm-hmm. this is these this group of sessions or this track. Are uh, much more nuts and boltsy, yes, right? Oriented exactly. to emerging issue, issues, opportunities. They could be time limited, they could be large impact work, a huge variety. And we've really sort of, in a way, thought about pro bono and practice sessions on steroids this year. We bumped them up to have four, and they aren't the same old, same old. They're pretty cutting-edge and novel issues. So one is um, addressing the global mass migration crisis. So we're all watching the news. We're seeing what's happening. It's the biggest number of displaced people around the world since World War II. It's a huge global issue that we're confronting. And we are going to get an update from leading organizations and really talk about where are the lawyers. What could pro bono lawyers be doing given this global humanitarian crisis? And I think that's going to be a really fantastic and dynamic and meaningful session, Mm -hmm. as, of course, they all are. And so one little frolic and detour while we're talking about global. We have another global session on the state of global pro bono, which I think will really be meaningful to people who are interested in pro bono around the world. There's so much going on, obstacles, solutions, Mm -hmm. need. We have some new resources that we're about to put out from the pro bono institute that we're excited about, so there'll be a lot of learning in that session, and we have populated and integrated global pro bono issues into a lot of other sessions so i think that they're sort of even if the session isn't have the g word in its name global they're going to be global issues discussed and sprinkled all over the place so i think that's an exciting development um very timely in the united states we've we've had the iowa caucuses we're on our way to new hampshire what's on our mind the right. elections so of course we have a pro bono in practice session dedicated to the elections yes. this is nonpartisan, non-politicking but what pro bono lawyers can do to protect the vote exactly. and the sanctity yeah. of the vote so yeah. that'll be exciting yeah um, Again, another really cutting-edge issue that we have is a pro bono in practice session related to LGBTQ rights Mm -hmm. needs and developments. And it's funny to think that it wasn't that long ago when um, gay rights issues were a third rail and not something that pro bono lawyers really most big law firms were getting involved in and that pendulum completely swung and you had firms you know um hyper involved in the marriage equality movement and what's happened since this summer do we have some victory fatigue have people moved on or are there a panoply of issues in need of um lawyering and are people getting involved and we talked a little bit Mm -hmm. about our in at TILDEF and what they're doing earlier, and um, you'll be able to hear a lot more at this session, and there's a real variety of ways that people can get involved. And one thing that you'll hear more about that I think is exciting, it's a little bit about how we talked about integrating global pro bono throughout sessions, and that is the idea of interrelatedness and what we can do in terms of other normative pro bono practice areas that also also intersect with the lgbtq community so it could be veterans issues it could be immigration issues homelessness issues youth issues there's a lot of intersection there with what we already think of as pro bono issues and let's think about what are the unique needs of this community and how we can make sure that we are addressing them. So I think that's going to be an innovative and exciting session and then our fourth PBIP pro bono in practice session is um, related to pro bono opportunities for children and adolescents. And I think that this is an area where there's always tremendous need and tremendous interest. And whether it's individual representations for individual children and families or working on systemic
1: and impact issues. So that'll be exciting, too. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to all those. Kind of moving on, we we did talk about... um, having programming for for those who are a little more seasoned and have been around for a while versus the beginners or those who are maybe new to their position. Um, And I think our two ethics um, sessions are very good examples of of that kind of dual programming.
2: Oh, completely agree. That's a great point. So, and picking up with the PBIT, For children and adolescents, Mm -hmm. if you're particularly interested in that area, we have a dedicated ethics session on ethical issues in representing immigrant children. So that's a pretty hyper-focused and specific issue that would be fantastic for a more mature Mm -hmm. track and a more... Um, sophisticated attendee, and then we have a real overview, a basic introduction that's going to cover briefly a wide variety of ethical issues that um, are frequently encountered in pro bono representation and running pro bono programs. So we've got a very targeted session Mm -hmm. and a broad overview session.
1: Another highlight, um, so we we had the popular session last year on storytelling. Um, It was very full. People couldn't get in, unfortunately. It was was just full to the brim. Um, And so we are really excited to be bringing that back this year. So hopefully if you didn't get a chance to go last year, you can go this year. So get there early. Um, It'll be called Your Pro Bono Story this year. Um, and it'll be covering similar topics on how to use storytelling to kind of get your pro bono message across um, and how to use stories to recruit volunteers, how to sway funders, how to um, just inspire action overall through storytelling. So.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's a great session and we're excited that we can bring it back. And yeah. I think to a community that focuses and we do, too, as an organization on data Mm -hmm. And numbers and analytics, it's a really good companion um, to think about how do we tell our story, how do we demonstrate our impact, and what moves and motivates people. It's a a hot topic, and particularly if you're into the moth and other storytelling, (laughs) which is really prevalent in the culture, um, I think that that could... Um, Pique your interest Mm -hmm. And another sort of update If people have been watching our work And coming to the conference And watching our programming You know that we've spent a long time And will continue to spend a long time Piloting a collaborative justice project in Minnesota They've chosen to look at um, Recidivism Mm -hmm. And working with the criminal justice And And prison Prison, community sort of at all levels in in Minnesota and we're gonna have an update on where they are and how things are going and they've been just putting in tremendous efforts over the years and particularly this year they've gotten working groups they're up and running and I think that'll be for people who have been following this story right and um, Mm -hmm. modeling this project there'll be a really beefy update that I think will be exciting
1: yes definitely it'll be really interesting
2: And another update that I think people might be interested in is The LSC Pro Bono Innovation Fund grant program, people in many of you in legal services programs have um, put in grant proposals and maybe you are grantees and other people have heard about this program around the country to fund innovations, Mm -hmm. pilot innovations, evaluate and assess innovations and then replicate them and Mm -hmm. we're gonna hear an update on how that program's going, what they've learned and um, in a concrete fashion here about some of the pilot projects that are up and running.
1: Right, and those are all super replicable, yeah.
2: We have our ever-popular Marketplace of Ideas, which I think is a great session for people who maybe, like me sometimes, um, have a short attention span, <laughs> yeah. right? <Yep>. They are <laughs> 10 minute little segments, little yeah. nights, <laughs> little nuggets. And if one doesn't float your boat, don't worry. Cause right. it'll be over Another soon and we'll coming. move yeah. on to the next one. So <laughs> I think that's a great format. Um, and it's a great way to get
1: a lot of material in a pretty yeah. short amount of time. Those are always some of my favorites. Yeah. 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 One new one that I'm really excited about this year um, is a session called When Helping Hurts, uh, Sustaining Pro Bono Volunteers. Um, we're going to bring in an outside expert for that one, which is what we mentioned earlier. So um, it's going to kind of explore mental health issues that pro bono volunteers encounter on the job and, and how to deal with those. and, and um, certain types of representation lend themselves to this, such as death penalty representation, um, child abuse, domestic violence, and it's a a big issue, and we're really excited to be covering it this year. Yeah, I'm I'm personally very invested in this session, but I also
2: feel really excited to be able to bring it to the pro bono community, and it's something that has come out of my pro bono experience, but also is quite common, and I've spoken to a number of people um, who have reported struggling when they have a team working on a pro bono matter and it is just involves devastating suffering, right? They are helping a victim of human trafficking and the facts are just, you know, Mm -hmm. they're just gut-wrenching or they have been unsuccessful in an asylum case and their client has been deported and they know they can't reach him and they know, you know, it's just a tragic situation. And... I think this happens even when results or outcomes aren't necessarily terrible. It just happens by virtue of the work that we do. Mm -hmm. It affects us, and we're not necessarily equipped to deal with that side of people. We give people training, we get them substantively Mm -hmm. up and running, we provide mentoring, we make sure that they are providing zealous and competent representation, but we don't really acknowledge and focus on the um, subsequent consequences And, and this whole area is called vicarious trauma Mm -hmm. and it manifests itself in a lot of different ways and we're really excited to be able to highlight the issue talk about um, how it manifests itself how we can recognize it in our volunteers and in ourselves and what we can do how we can um, treat it and help people and as you can imagine it's just in, in addition to having people Um, have difficult experiences. It's a challenge for the pro bono program. If people don't feel good about the work they're doing and it doesn't have a positive effect, it has a negative effect on them, they're not going to do more pro bono, and they're going to talk to their colleagues, yep. and they're not going to want to do pro bono. So it's something that we really, if we're thinking holistically about how we help our pro bono lawyers and staff, it's it's an under-addressed issue. So yes, we're excited definitely. to be able to shine the spotlight on it, for sure. And one of the tips and one of the aspects of the discussion because it's a way that you fight this it's a way that you combat burnout and stress mm-hmm. and vicarious trauma is building resilience yes. and this is not something that lawyers tend to excel at we actually have like negative resilience <laughs> capacity it is not something that we are good at and we will hear more about that actually on Friday yes in our Friday program um about you know why do lawyers volunteer why do lawyers do pro bono and what can we do based on that to encourage our lawyers and staff to Mm -hmm. do pro bono. And we're bringing back Dr. Larry Richard of Lawyer Brain. He is a lawyer and also a PhD in Mm -hmm. psychology, and he is an expert on the lawyer personality. And he will tell us that lawyers do not do well on the resilience (laughs) prong. Um, And he will bring, you know, the Best practices in the psychological literature and all of his data and his studies of the lawyer personality to help us learn how to tap into that and manage that yeah. and pitch and sell to encourage people to do pro bono. And it'll be really interesting because I think if we asked you listeners, you know, what rewards are effective, mm-hmm. what incentives are effective to get lawyers to volunteer. I don't think what our impressions are and our instincts are match up to the science so it'll be really eye-opening and very interesting and give us a lot of food for thought to take back to our organizations and just selfishly he's such an interesting public speaker that if you would like your own professional development to um model and learn tips on how to improve your own presentations and your own public speaking it's worth coming to that just to (laughs) just to get tips in your own presentations and and
1: public speaking presentations yeah yeah I'm super excited (laughs) anything else it'll be here before we know I know it's coming up so soon um I think those are the major some of the major highlights this year um yeah, so it, the registration deadline, as we said, is coming up. So on February 10th, be sure to get your registrations in. Um, the, that's the regular rate, and then the late rate starts. Um, and yeah, we hope we'll see you there. Um, we're really excited. Yep. see you in March. Bye.
0: Well, have you made up your mind yet? We hope that answer is yes and you'll be joining us for the 2016 PBI Annual Conference on March 23rd to 25th in Washington, DC. Head over to our conference webpage at www.probonoinst.org conference to register. To listen to more podcasts in this series or learn about additional Pro Bono resources, visit www.probonoinst.org podcast. If you're interested in having your firm featured on the Pro Bono Happy Hour, please email us at probono at probonoinst.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Pro Bono Happy Hour.